And we're back. Wiener, wiener, wiener. What's that I hear? I hear something. Something. Oh, it's like a, a wiener song. A song of ice and wieners. Frozen wieners just cracking and falling <laughs> like icicles in the night. It's the Herald of Modcast. It's the wiener party. And, uh... We talk thrones. We're back with some hot wiener action. We're we're back with we talk thrones. We talk wieners because it happened. The season eight premiere. It happened. It finally happened. It finally happened. If you've been living under a rock, you don't know what we're talking about. But everyone else in the world does. It's yeah, a billion people watched it. That's weird. That, how does that even work? I don't know. How Torrance? do they measure that? I don't know. Uh, how would they measure that? Yeah. It's, I, I read that 17 million people watched it, like on HBO. So maybe the other, but then nine hundred million. But then people. there's like all the people who don't have direct, like right. they have, yeah. And then overseas, all yep. the people overseas. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it though. I mean, this people was, has it been full two years now, or is it no, been almost not quite, but almost, almost, yeah, almost. Well, because it ended what in June or something like that, and so it's been close to two years yeah it's been like a year it was 2017 when it ended 10 months or something yeah nine months yeah it's a long time long wait well i let's get into it yeah they sure did yeah they got into it right (laughs) away which is nice thank god yeah they it was a lot of payoff in this in this first episode they really did some fan justice yeah a lot of fan service a lot of fan justice and they kept it moving at a hearty click they have to there's only six episodes i know i appreciate that i'm glad and it was was it a 90 minute episode or just 60 i think it was only 60 minutes you know what i don't know i can't remember i don't remember now because i was into it so i didn't really keep track. Yeah, i was completely into it the whole i mean they it starts with john and daenerys riding into winterfell yep and the northerners don't like her no, they don't like any of them. They and don't like they the Dothrakis. The they don't like... No, yeah, well, yeah. They don't know these crazy hordes. Reminds me in, like, New England. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, you know like, if a bunch of Southerners came riding in riding with their town weird on their shit. horses, yeah. Where are these jerks? Turkeys. Where are these like, turkeys? Yeah, but... Uh, and then the dragons come, and everyone's freaked out. Yeah. Arya finally gets to see her dragon. Yep. She's dreamt of her whole life, seeing a dragon. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a nice moment. And, a bunch um, of cool moments, actually. They see, you know, he sees Bran for, for the first, first time, time and yep. he's a gr- he's grown up yep. and it's, you know, it's a long time, man. Yeah. It shows you all the time that went by in real in reality and also on, you know, in the show. It's pretty interesting. There's a lot of reunions. John has a reunion with Arya and yep. you know, obviously sees Sonya Sansa again. He hasn't seen her for a while and she meets Daenerys for the first time, yeah. And um that doesn't go so well. Not real. It's yeah, Sansa doesn't like. To, well, and I don't play, like. Here, I gotta say, and I've been saying this lately. Jeez. Sansa is the smartest one. Well, Sansa's been burned so many times, yeah. like literally and you know, figuratively, that she's not giving it up to anybody anymore, which well, is smart. Frankly, she's lived through so much. The Stark women are the smartest ones. Think about the it. The ones that are left. Yeah. But no, if we just... Caitlin Stark warned Rob over and over again not to cross Walder Frey. Yeah, she did. And she did. he didn't listen to her, and it all went to shit. They all died. And Arya's, Arya's kicks ass yeah, she's and smart. Very smart, and she survived. Yes, she survived a lot. Through a lot. A real lot. I yeah. just rewatched that episode where that... It, the 
a girl is no one. The other one, the other one, yeah, tried to kill her and almost killed her. Yeah. And she gets out of it. And she was blinded for yep. a second. Yeah, she survived a lot. She had to survive with the hound and like running, like, escaping from. And she was a Landing. prisoner. Yeah, remember, remember with the blacksmith dude who she reunites with in yep. this episode. That yeah. is one of the funniest moments for me because. Like, she also reunites with the hound, yeah, and they have a, a stare down. And it wasn't, like, a nice reception. It was sort of like, you would get. It was sort of, they almost well, sort of cracked a smile I, I at the end. I love their relationship, because it reminds me of some sort of, almost like Looney Tunes, like the big guy and the little t- chick. Yeah. And like, this, like, sort of, almost like Calvin and Hobbes, almost like, like, I'd like to see a cartoon of them, the two of That'd them, kind awesome. of thing, like a comic strip. Yes. Hound and Aria, like, going around and shit, arguing, and he kills a guy. And she, right. You know, why you take the guy silver yeah <laughs> it was funny to see them oh and he's together. like you left me for dead and she just without it doesn't miss a beat she goes first i robbed you no, first i robbed you <laughs> it's, awesome. it's so funny so it was, it was like pig panther and what's his name like this is- <laughs> you know, kato kato yeah yeah but just to like you know tie up the point i was gonna make that sansa warned john passionately Mm -hmm. against falling for Ramsey's trap at the Battle of the Bastards. And he completely fell for the trap. Yeah, he ignored her and then she saved everybody. She saved everybody, yeah. So, I mean, the Stark women are smart. Yeah, Like, the Stark men have not been the smartest. John's, like, uh, the hero. Right. But he's very predictable. Yep. You know, he doesn't, he keeps sort of... He's too noble and he wears his heart on his sleeve and yeah... Not very. He's not a little finger, you know. He's not a calculating, malicious person. In the Game of Thrones, you kind of have to have a little bit of, of that. Yeah, just to survive. you have to have a little of that. I mean, Littlefinger ended up getting his in the end, but that's only because they cracked the code on him. Yeah, Sansa and Arya, they tricked him, you know. And there they go. Another example of the Stark like ladies Women, hanging like, in there. Yeah, yeah hanging in there, a, and also like getting the better. Getting like, the better. Yeah, totally. I almost think that. It could be one of them at the. I think it could be Sansa. It could be Sansa. We really don't know. Yeah, it, it, they're painting us picture of like the John and Daenerys hand in hand riding dragons, whole new world. They thing. do. They go. That was, that very, was funny. very funny. Yeah, yeah there's funny. like somebody on the internet out, did. Yeah, yeah, did like a put the whole new world theme song to them on the riding dragons because John the rides a dragon for the first time. And, and it was very willing, the dragon, I mean, like... Because he's a Targaryen. Yep. Well, yep. and that's a huge other thing, is that we, the audience, know right. that who he is. Right. He doesn't. No. But they give it to us in this episode. He Finally, finds out. He finds out, and he's sort of... Well, because Sam's in Winterfell, and so he gets to see Sam again. Which is also a nice reunion. Yeah, it was just really interesting, actually, like, what they finally give us in one yeah. episode sam and john reunite sam gives john the information sam and bran reunite because they hadn't seen each other right and then bran tells sam to, that he has to tell him and he goes but you're his brother and he's like but i am not you know that was a cool uh, moment right you know and it's I'm right not his brother i'm yeah. not his brother and he's right you know technically but also i think what was interesting and so later in the episode sam they're in the crypts and john's visiting ned's you know yeah tomb or whatever and uh sam tells him and john's really angry and he doesn't like the he sort of comes at him almost like he wants to fight he wants to fight he doesn't care who it is but like i think that if it had been any other character uh he would have fought them or fought punched them, or them just, in the face yeah punched, you punched them in the face not believed it not definitely not believed them. yeah but um sam well that's the other thing is that sam meets daenerys for the first time and finds out that she oh that it, she killed it yeah and she dad. tells him no like 
just That's tells the thing. him. Yeah, because she wasn't there to tell him that. She was there to meet him for the first time right. because whatever, whatever. And then he's like, oh, she's like, oh, Tolly. Yeah. Like, oh. He's like, well, you know, at least my brother will be there. And she's like, yeah. Sorry. About, that, about your little, he's like, well, at least my little dog, little Stevie, will be there. And yeah. She's like, yeah, no, they ate the dog. What about my maid, Consuela? <laughs> yeah, the dragons ate your maid, too. Aww, Sorry, dude. Oh, bummer. He's like, what about little, my chambermaid? He's, he, he gets very upset yeah, he more does. so about his brother like let's not forget his father was a complete prick who Horrible. kicked him out of the house yeah and kicked him out with the girl gilly and yeah yeah they were out on their asses and you know he's not a good guy said he could never come back said right. he would never be like have the sword and he takes it anyways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah the father's a scumbag but i guess you know he probably did feel bad about his brother mm-hmm. interesting they changed actors um i noticed that by rewatching. Hmm? um I, I rewatched this, the episode where he goes to see his family, mm-hmm. and the actor who plays his brother mm-hmm. is not the one in that season seven that gets killed. They switched actors. Yeah, wonder why that happened. But I, now I remember that Jora introduces Danny to Sam because he saved her. He saved Jora, Jora. right? Yeah, he saved, him. and she wants to meet the guy he, right. who say, and then yeah, and, and then it that's just how comes it's out. revealed. Yeah, that's that was an interesting moment, but it's interesting that they're having all this stuff come to a head. You know, all the stuff, the crimes of the past. They got it. It's yeah. the last season. It's like, but it's great, though. It's, it's great interesting because um, Sam says to John later, he says, are you sure that she's the right queen after he tells her? But even before he says, you know, he oh, she she killed my brother and father. Right. He would you have done have. the right. same? And John sort of thinks about it like he and he's like, I don't think you would have done that. And th- here's the thing. OK, because I was thinking about this. He probably wouldn't have done it. But this is why she's probably a better ruler for the seven kings. Right. Like they, if you remember that whole thing, mm-hmm. he called her like a foreign whore. Yeah. He, she offered to k- let him keep his lands and titles. Yeah, you just had to bend the knee. That's all he had to do. He refused. Yeah. And then his son said, I'm going to stand with him. Right. And like, this is the Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, man. She can't have a guy who's saying... You're a foreign whore. I don't believe in you whatsoever because he could come back and kill her. Well, then that's what I feel like if John let him live. I don't know. See, if John gave him the same ultimatum and he didn't take it, I feel like John might kill him. You know? Like Ned would have. Ned- Remember, Ned killed the guy who in the first episode yep. who was a deserter, even yep. though he had a good reason for yep. it. Like, so it's possible that John also would have done what he had to do it basically like spit in your face like you're saying i can do this for you and they're saying no i'd rather die with honor and then it's like i will give you an honorable death then that's where it ends you know what i mean yeah or whatever honor you know whatever that means to them but that was to me it's strategy like she cannot leave someone Out who's there. gonna maybe come and kill her and maybe and maybe be loyal to cersei which she would have been yeah, he would have. Because she been. was at least because he was fighting for the Lannisters. Yeah, he was. So and he doesn't. He's you know essentially a racist, mm-hmm. and you know he doesn't believe he doesn't like the foreign and, yeah invaders yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. So and, that I mean, I think Sam. I mean, obviously he's emotional about it, but I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure he'd be as that beat up about his dad. You know that I mean? was a little over the top to me. Like the his brother, dad yeah. was a scumbag, and his dad went and fought for the Lannisters and lost yeah. the battle that he fought in. Like that's the thing. It's not like he they broke into his house and killed him in the night. You no, know, and raped it his was mom still his and, father. And the thing that to the other thing in that episode when he goes to see his family, Sam pusses out. 
he doesn't like stand up to his father. Not at all. No. And he's not that kind of guy. No. Like, look at the character historically. Why did he go to the wall in the first place? Wasn't it? He out was of his father sent him there. Yeah, because he was like a pussy boy. Because he said no, he, he was embarrassed by him because he was fat yeah. and he didn't think he could make anything of his life. And he just reads and he's just a right. reader and yeah, he doesn't go out. He doesn't know how to. All the more reason swords. not to like your father, <laughs> like, yeah, not to be yeah, that he upset. Sent you to the black, the fucking yeah, wall, dude. The nice watch. Tortured the first couple days. Until oh, John yeah. befriended him. Yeah, because he was everyone was picking on him. Yeah, yeah, it was, he was bullied. I should yeah, say. Yeah, he was definitely bullied. Yeah, which is sad. He, and Sam's come a long way. He has. Well, because now she says she's going to make him like the head maester or the head. Danny said. I mean, yeah. Daenerys said she's like, well, someone who did such a noble deed will be rewarded highly. Right. So she's willing to like reward him for his service to Jorah. But now we have to wonder if he's going to be loyal to her as queen. Well, we don't know who's going to live in this thing either. No, we don't we know don't. who's going to end up at the end. I can't see Sam turning on John. He J- won't turn on John. No, no but, way. But yeah, yeah, you do wonder what his lo- how if his loyalties will shift a little away mm. once he, now that he's found this out about his family. I doubt it. Well, John's got to worry about his own family being a little bit because you know everyone is upset with him for denouncing his title they they awarded him king of the north yes and then he bend the knee to daenerys and now she's the queen of the seven kingdoms in his eyes and now the north is mad at john and sansa right you know basically john says to sansa which i thought was a really good scene Hmm. where because she there's a statement he makes to Arya where he says sansa thinks she knows everything which is a fair but she does know like you have to give her some credit but he's right too she also is getting a little ahead of herself in a certain way because mm-hmm. he says you got to trust me i fought uh, over the wall right. you have no idea what's coming i right. do and we yeah. can't do it without her and that's and that's true it's like what would you rather uh, me remain king of the north and then we all just die with yeah. me as king because we don't have the re- the reinforcements right and then yeah so i i agree i mean that was his real only choice he's like i brought two dragons and an right. army for god's sakes but and then she, she says said, yeah. you know did you do it for the north or did you because you're in love with her right and he doesn't answer no. and it's a fair question it is a fair question but i think it's probably both it's probably both he didn't love her when he first met her he didn't even know her you know? but he bent the knee when he was in the boat with her you yeah. know, when, she, when he came back and she was nursing him before oh, they had sex, right. but he had already probably fallen for her. Right. Because he, he, he bends in the effort, he comes back from the other side of the wall. Yes. And her dragon's already dead and that sort of thing. But I think, but you could argue that he, what he went through on the other end of the wall and she saved them on the dragon. She lost one of her dragons, yeah. but she saved them. They were dead if it weren't for her. Yeah. And you could argue that... She earned his trust. She earned his, his life. Yeah. And also, he also saw how there's literally no way... We can do this without her. Yeah. And she will not... She will not let me retain... And, and also, here's the other thing. John never asked to be king in the North. He doesn't want to be king in the North. No. He never... He went to the wall. He doesn't even really want to be a king. No. He doesn't really even want to be a part of it. He no. Is. He's like the guy who's like the reluctant hero. Yes. He's like, oh, now I'm the hero. Right. He doesn't yeah. want to be sit on the throne. No. He doesn't really want the responsibility or no. all, like the power. He's not like a power hungry character. No, he never he was. Just gets up and fights and yeah. he does the right thing and he's a he's the hero. Yeah, it falls on him and he continues to step up somehow, you know, in the face of adversity. But I mean, the more I think about it, because obviously everyone wants John to win because he's the hero. But I don't think he's necessarily the right person on the throne. Hmm. Like I think probably she is you know 
Yeah, I don't know where what, what this will mean because the way Sam words it, it's true. He's like, no, you're the king. You're not just the king of the north. You're the king of yeah, the goddamn he's seven the kingdoms. He's the rightful king. And but he's like, John doesn't want it. No, but then he says, he's like, you know, Robert would have had you killed. Yeah. So your dad really but did that's the a lot right thing. to take in yeah, his whole life once. he believed that was his father All right now he's a targaryen and he was treated as if he was a bastard by caitlin yeah. by you know everyone because ned did the noble thing and kept it a secret so he would live so he would live because yeah. if he told anybody caitlin anybody Catelyn stark anybody yeah. you know they would have gotten to robert eventually you know it's all about the whisperings and the secrets right yeah what else happened? Um, Varys and Tyrion had a convo. Tyrion's in the north now. Oh, yeah. They're around. Um, um, the Theon's cousin guy. Theon's had, cousin? Yeah. Had oh, sex, uh, uncle, you mean. Uncle had sex, oh, had with, sex with Cersei. Yeah, finally. he shows up and... And th- that was funny with her. She she wanted... He went to the gold bank and yeah. brought their army. Yeah. And uh, she wanted elephants. Right. She kept talking about, well, I These, really wanted those elephants. Apparently that was a, a it meme. It was a meme, yeah. yeah. People were posting like <laughs> elephants and stuff. That's pretty funny. That is funny. But it's funny because she agreed to have sex with him, but then we find out just to cover the tracks of her already being pregnant. From Jamie. From Jamie. Yeah. So it's just like she finally agrees, but sort of begrudgingly, and he thinks he's sort of accomplished something. Right. But it's really just to like cover up her own tracks, yeah. which is pretty funny. It is. Because like, what else could she do? Oh, she's got to go down. I hope she her head gets bitten off by one of the dragons. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah, man. She might. Maybe she could kill by like the the Night King. She might turn to ice or something. They got to kill her. Like yeah. I, I, they that is one fan justice they have to do. Well, she survived for so long. I know. It's like you got to kill her. But you can't her. leave her alive. Well, because first of all, if you leave her alive. There's no rightful king on the throne. Like, she'll keep fighting. To be queen. Like, she's going to have to die, let's face it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she'll die. I mean, she's really the only heel, because Jamie's now in the north as well. Yeah, well, that was a big moment. That was a huge moment. That was the last moment. Yeah, it was a lot of skip it forward a little. Yeah. There was a really cool part with Big Red. And oh yeah, Tormund. Tormund and, and the Lord of Light. And the Lord of Light guy. Yeah, and in, guy, the leader dude. What's his name? I don't know. Yeah. The eye patch, yeah, and the flaming patch. sword, which yeah. is so cool. I yeah, love you flaming love that. sword, and yeah, and they go back to there in that little lord's house. Well, yeah, because there's a moment where they're they're trying to recruit people to bring their armies, mm-hmm. and they're in like the big the Winterfeld yeah, conference could, room, yeah, <laughs> where, where, yeah. <laughs> where they like you know yeah, they're, they they've got all the people and discuss right, and um, that's when they give him shit. The little what's her face um the little 12 year old yeah, badass she, yeah, yeah she's cool and then she sort of gives john like, shit we and it we made you king and you came back with this with and the queen he yeah. says look here's the way it is but there's a young lord mm-hmm. very young who yeah. and uh he's told by sansa to go back to his Rally house his which people. is closer to castle black it's mm-hmm. farther in the north and that place gets hit. That gets hit place gets hit bad because it's yeah. red and in the gang that stumbles upon it. You don't know it's that right. kid's house and or uh, you know homestead right. and, until you see him like fucking impaled on the wall. Oh, it's awful. Dead and with this like spiraling web of limbs around him, like a which real... was in the first episode. Remember there was a spiral of limbs. Oh, I in don't the remember snow. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, that's when those guys find it, and yes. then the one deserts. Yes, like, yeah, runs away. Yeah, and he survives. Yeah, he only survived because he deserted, so he gets killed, which is a bummer. But yeah, yeah, and so the, then the Lord of Light guy stabs it. Turn the kid turns into a White Walker, all impaled, right? 
right. It almost bites uh, Red or whoever. Yeah. And then the Lord of Light guy sets him on fire with the sword. And he's screeching. I, I mean, it was almost sounded like, like, a a, like an alien. Oh, like, like the thing or something. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, it, it like, did. It sort of like the thing a little. Yeah. That screeching yeah, noise. Yeah, like burning and screeching. And wow. Wow. flaming limbs and shit. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a great scene. Really twisted stuff. What was the other? Oh, Axe Through the Face. Axe Through the Face? Oh, yeah. Theon. When Theon. Yeah, Theon saves his sister. Yeah. When his uncle's off screwing, bopping Cersei. Yara. Yara. That's her name. Yara. Yeah. And he saves her. And he, yeah, when he comes in, he kills the guard watching her at the door. And yeah. Then he pulls that axe out of the guy's face. Yes. Woo. Some throwing stuff. Yeah. And so she's free. She's been freed by Theon. She punches him in the face, rightfully yeah. so, because he abandoned her. And but then, then he came back. So. And she lifts him up. Yeah. And then they agree to go their separate ways after they're on the ships. Yeah. I don't understand how he's going his separate way. I don't Is know he's going to take in one of the ships? I guess. Because yeah. they're heading back. to. She's like, let's go back to the Iron Islands because our uncle's at King's Landing. He can't defend yeah. the island. So we'll take him back. Right. And Theon's like, okay, I'll do what you want. But he wants to go help. I mean, we th- let's face it. Theon's going to die heroically. Probably so. Probably. Yeah. He's going to go help the Starks and die somehow. Well, she said that she's like, we should go back because it's like, if the, st- if the North Falls are going to need a place to fall back yeah, on. Yeah, that's another reason. And, yeah. and, and the White Walkers can't reach the uh, Iron Islands. Right. And the, well, they actually can because they have the dragon, but they don't know that. Right. But yes, it is an actually a decent strategy just to have the Iron Islands open to yeah, like, fall back. Yeah, I don't think back. that's her first reason. I think she just wants her islands back. But. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Of course. But, but yeah. It's an interesting strategy. Um, so yeah, so he's back. He's gone his way to the north, which yep. is interesting. Whether he's going to be solo or with some troops or something, we'll find out. Right. He'll probably cool. have a ship of people. Yeah, probably so. And um, what else happened? Um, I mean, we talked about Arya seeing the Hound and the blacksmith dude. And he's making, he's the blacksmith, Robert Baratheon's bastard son. He's making all the dragon Dragon glass glass weapons. weapons. Yeah, he made the Hound a fucking pretty sweet axe. Oh, yeah. And a dragon glass, which is like awesome. That was amazing. Can't wait to see him swing that thing. Well, and Arya asks for a weapon that kind of looks like the one from the mummy part two. Yeah, it's like a mace. That spear that he throws, you know, at the end. Oh. It looks like that. Yeah, you're like, what is, yeah, because she, didn't she train with spears and staffs? Yeah. With, like, wasn't that a big part of their training? Yeah. So she maybe she's getting like a iron or a dragon glass. Well, she yeah, she's spear, getting a dragon glass on the staff. Or something. There's a fan theory going around that she's going to kill the Night King with it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I kind of want. She's John going to throw it. Everybody wants John to but, kill him with the Valyrian steel. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be something be we'd cool. all like to see. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's sort of like the ultimate matchup. They're not going to please all of us, though. I mean, no. so far, so good on this one episode. I mean, that was lot really of re- reunited. good. Reunited. And, which they is going to happen. You know, we're going to see a lot of that because we're go- it's full circle. So the yep. last scene is Jamie arriving, arriving. at the north. Getting off a horse. Yep. And instantly locking eyes with the kid he threw off the building, the yeah, soul, out of the tower. Yeah, I see stare down. Yeah, it was. Well, everyone say, like, used, it was a, became a meme, Bran stare down. But, like, Bran's so zen now. Like, yeah, he's well, not, he's seen everything. He's see, like, I mean, he's staring him down, but I didn't see I it as an icy stare down. No. I just saw it as a neutral. I know you. I, I know see you, you, man. And I you know. saw you coming here, yep. and here we are again. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get the Jamie's same. Jamie's more freaked out. Yeah, Jamie's he did, did he even know he was alive? No. 
Well, no, he must have known he was alive. Oh, he didn't know, but he's been gone. Right. Like, no one knew what happened to him no. for years. And he escaped. And there he is in Hodor. a little wheelchair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, Jamie looks like he's seen a ghost. Yeah. And Bran, I don't think Bran was mad. I don't think he was like, oh, I'm no, going to tell the soldiers. No, I think he was just staring him down. And like, oh, yes, a man from my yeah, past. remember me, dude. Yeah, 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 that's all. He probably but saw Jamie him looks like hell. Yeah, Jamie looks rough. Oh, and that's the other thing. Braun is now has a new job. Oh, right. And it's to fucking kill the Lannister brothers. If he does it. You With, think he'll do it? I don't know. They gave him Joffrey's crossbow, though, which is sort of poetic, because that's the, the crossbow Tyrion uses to kill uh, Charles yeah, Dance. Yeah, Cersei commissions him. Because yeah. Jamie didn't... Well, Jamie did give him his castle and his whatever and everything and he got. Back, yeah. But Jamie didn't. Cersei took it back, and then she says Jamie took it right. back. He just made him go fight mm-hmm. with them again, but mm-hmm. like Cersei really took it back. So right. she's so she wants Jamie killed too. Yeah, she is really evil. Yeah, and then the gut guy or someone like like Bron, you could have hired anybody. I don't think Bron will do it. I, I don't think so either. I mean, and, and he's a sellsword. You can just like buy him off. I, I don't know, know. or maybe not. I don't, know. I don't think he'll do it. I don't think he has it in him. I don't think so. Him and Jamie have been through so Although much. Although maybe that could happen. It could be they could get through the whole North fight and everything, and then, and then all of a sudden kills he kills him with the cross. Maybe that would be really lame. That would be lame. It'd be lame, but, but I, it it's might possible. happen. Yeah, yeah, man, they're going to hit us with some twists and shit. Yeah, not all of them are going to be fun and happy. Yeah, there's going to be people that die that we're not happy about. Yeah, Jamie like, could let's die. Face it. I don't think Tyrion I don't think will Jamie die. will make it. I don't think so either. I think Tyrion will make it, but Jamie will not. Yeah, Tyrion, yeah, I think he will. I think he'll be yeah. like the new hand of the king or queen kind of thing. Maybe. It's so hard to tell. It's really almost impossible. Like, I, I, I can't even guess. No, nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. What do we know? Yeah. We, but it is fun to we watch it nothing. unfold. We know nothing. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Did anything else happen? Cool. No, Bronn's going to... Now he's been hired. I think that's kind of all that's of the kind st- of all plot the lines. Stops, yeah. Yeah, the mountain was there. Well, that'll be cool to see the hound kill him. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that happens. Yes, I want to see the mountain go down. I mean, so the Battle of Winterfell is probably going to happen on the third episode. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. third because or third or fourth because they're setting up. Jamie arrives in the next one, and right. they look like you know he's confronting Daenerys for the first time, and she he killed her father. Yep. So that we see that showdown. Oh yeah, they show a little. But teaser. they're they're crazy to kill him because they need him. He's oh, a, he's a good soldier. After, he's yeah. a good strategist. He's yeah, a good he came fighter. All the way there, yeah, like to tell them. Yeah. And Sansa Sansa's like, I told you so. You shouldn't have trust Cersei. No one should trust Cersei. But Who so trusted Sa- Cersei. Well. Uh, they did. John and Daenerys. They took her for her word that oh, she was right. going to send the troops. Oh, and and, and Sansa said to John, "You shouldn't trust her." And she said, you, "They show in the preview for the next episode that she says to Daenerys, and you shouldn't have either." Yeah. But and here there is, you know, Sansa definitely. Did we talk about how she is like so? What are we going to do for food, folks? Yeah. You just brought an army and dragons, and I don't have enough food for all of you. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, these they are didn't the even realities. think about that. Yeah. Maybe they did. I don't know. But that's where she's smart, too. She's always kind of thinking of those things. Mm-hmm. She's a good, like, lady of the manor, for sure. Yeah, man. She's earned it, too. She survived yeah. a whole ton of shit. Well, I mean, this is exciting. It's freaking the best show ever. Really, It really is earning its title of the best show ever. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch it all unfold. Yeah. There are five more episodes. That's it. 
So also, we went to Monster Palooza. We sure did. And it was so fun. Yeah, it's a great show. It's yeah. a, the one in pa- I guess there's one in Burbank that they do in September, they said. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, but this one's in Pasadena at their center or their whatever, you know, convention hall. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's a great convention center. It's a big show, but it's not ridiculously bloated like San Diego. It's a nice little convention center, yeah, too. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. clean. Pasadena's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's a fun day, place to spend the day and man the amount of like real professional makeup artists and vfx oh people goodness. and cosplayers and memorabilia cool, cool cosplay the, great one of the engineers from yeah. prometheus that prometheus was one of the coolest cosplays guy. i've it ever seen it was all makeup he's yeah. just like some big jack he guy. was so yeah it was really funny yeah it was yeah. funny and he's, yeah he's sort of like Actually, if you go to our instagram at harold Modcast. There's a pictures of him and yeah. There's a bunch of pictures. Yeah, it was cool, man. We uh, what did we do? Tom well, Savini. Yeah, we Tom Savini his, gave a talk. he gave a talk. We met. We missed. He had guess had been honored the night before with a lifetime achievement award from. Yeah. Was it Fangoria or is it just from Monster Palooza? I think Fangoria. Fangoria. Yeah. Yeah, and so they talked about that, which is pretty cool. And he was funny. And Dude, he's funny. Yeah. And you asked him a question about his... I asked him a good question. Yeah, got him talking. I asked him about his combat uh, photography experience in Vietnam. And yeah. he he talked, he gave some stories about that. And yeah. How it influenced his work. Very directly. Yeah. And he, he said, he's like, it was the camera that kept me from, like, being too rocked by all of it. Because he's like, looking through the lens, it's like you're looking at a body. Yeah. And it's, you know, pieced apart and you know burnt and singed and whatever and he's like but looking at it through the camera i i i get i would get these ideas for my work but he also said that he would saw how real what happens to a body yeah. after a couple of days so one of the things that in his work is that he's very like blood turns brown after a couple of days yeah, yeah and that bodies like he, he he understood what happens to a body after a couple of days Decomp, yeah and it and so he's very particular about that with his it, work it's a very interesting path yeah to go to from like combat vietnam right. to like practical horror effects yeah like, it makes so much sense it but does to have it actually really unfold that way and then to have it be one of the most illustrious careers yes. in the field it's yeah. quite an interesting very rare story right very interesting you know interesting man he's still doing it he's still doing it i mean if, for those of shape. you who don't know who he is google him yeah like, he's actually him. done tons i mean of shit he did now. friday the, he did the very first friday the 13th all the practical effects for it he did creep show yeah day of the dead dawn, dawn of, of the, the dead, dead still done yeah he was actually in that as an actor yeah, as too. an actor he's dude they the simpsons did a thing with him yep. he's been on the simpsons and shit like he yeah he's he's a, a cultural icon yeah greg it, nicotero worked for him he yeah. trained with him yeah greg nicotero came up under him yeah which greg is nicotero, crazy nicotero executive producer and uh practical effects dude for walking, walking dead, dead. Yeah. yeah man and he talks about how the, a lot of those guys just say like oh yeah i just took that from tops of you yeah he isn't even cited <laughs> as an homage no, he stole it from him he just yeah. says and he's not mad about it he's just right. like that's just my work has been you know he's invented certain ways yeah to like how do you get guts to come out of a body like how do you cut off a limb and make it look realistic like he right. invented a lot of that stuff oh remember that we still pig- do to today the pig intestines yeah. story that was crazy it was for what's like Day, Don- Day of the Dead, maybe yeah, yeah. And they were shooting, and they had all these real pigs intestines <laughs> for the disemboweling zombie moments, yeah. And he was saying that like they had this giant, you know, like 
kitchen uh, restaurant fridge, you know, right. like walk-in cooler kind of thing. And they were storing the guts in there. And then over the 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 fridge power died. And they, and they were, were on a break for like a week. And they were days. in like South Carolina. And it was right. like super hot. Right. And they come back and uh, like it was a 55 gallon drum of yeah. rotten pig's <laughs> intestines that they used anyway because they didn't have any more. They had to. He said the smell was worse than anything he smelled in Vietnam. Yeah. And he said that they, they, they had to fill all of the actors noses in with wax except for the one guy except for the actual guy that had to have his guts taken yeah. out and so he said that he was literally like these rotten guts like right oh where my his, god and it, like he's lying there and bunch of awful oh. yeah and just having to be like oh, act like yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the intense. rotten pig's guts and yeah what was the cockroach oh, that was bruce campbell we'll get to that yeah 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 and he, he has some well he had that other story about uh being on patrol in vietnam with and, the duck yeah, yeah with the duck story that was so interesting it's like yeah he had some great stories and he was funny and cool and accessible yeah yeah very cool guy it was cool it was like a bucket list thing just to hear him talk about his career and then also we saw bruce campbell yeah and that was like a stand-up routine it was awesome and he could totally take that shit on the road i'm sure he does maybe he definitely does enough cons to have it be like a touring act because he basically went up on his own no moderator and did probably close to 40 45 minutes of crowd work material with right. just fielding questions that he would call out people would raise their <laughs> hands and he'd just riff on it and bruce campbell is ash ash from the evil, evil dead, dead among army many of darkness other things. And yeah um, burn notice yeah he was in burn notice all he's, types of shit yeah i mean instantly recognizable yeah. really the face of like the horror con community i would say yeah i would say he's sort of like mr a1 like that that's his show kind of thing right he's the and he, he was the headliner he's a special guest yeah even in the like autograph signing he had his own special I room know. whereas like the other was a loser the other row. losers row <laughs> poor poor group of bastards yeah who was on that Tara so, Reed, Tara Reed, which is weird because I guess she did Sharknado, so that's oh, yeah, kind of horror. Sharknados. And Vivica A. Fox because she yeah. did um, Independence Day and, and Kill, uh, Kill Bill. Bill. Yeah. yeah, so she was there. I mean, these people they're right there. They're like signing. Yeah, they're right. These little tables in a hallway. Yeah, you have to stand in line for them. But Jason Patrick yeah. from Lost, Lost Boys. Boys, Henry Thomas from the Elliot, E.T. Elliot from E.T. But also he did the. He's what was the Ouija movie Origin of Evil? Yeah, he's done some other bunch of horror movies. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. He looked good. Yeah, he was cool. D. Wallace, who played his mother in ET, she always shows up. Yeah, and Linda Blair was there. Oh yeah, and if you gave a hundred dollar (laughs) donation, yeah, she would sit in the bed, the actual set bed. Bed. from exorcist yeah and, and they had like the a bed. scene of it yeah they had this whole sort of like little vignette diorama of the bed and like the wallpaper and the and the lamp and you yeah. know, all the stuff from the thing and right next to her booth and if you yeah you paid the hundred you could get the picture off photo op in the, in the bedroom <laughs> happy we're exorcist. doing it yeah that's that's the crowd i know um but what else about bruce campbell i mean he was really Oh, that man. was really funny. It's funny. He just dressed like he was going out to the Copacabana or yeah. something. It was hilarious. <laughs> he did. He had kind of like a... He had a like a blue corals. floral shirt. Yeah. And a coral shirt. And a jacket. Like a baby blue jacket and slacks. And yeah. he just looked really sharp and very funny, very quick-witted. Yeah. He could be... Well, he is. He's, as I was saying, he could do like late-night television host. Oh, he's hilarious. And he's saying he's hosting the new season of Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. He just kept like plugging it yeah. throughout the spot and shit. Throughout <laughs> but, the I mean, 
it was really a funny routine. Like yeah. the whole, it was forty-five minute stand-up, basically. Basically, and he was yeah. better than a lot of seasoned stand-ups I've seen, especially with crowd work. Man, yeah, he had like it was one, all crowd work. Yeah, he had like one miss, and uh, like, m- m- and it didn't really. I don't even remember what that it was. It didn't really go that flat either. It was just like I can't remember. He was something about it was something sexual. And it's sort of like, oh, fuck, what was it? Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about, yeah. but I don't remember. Sp- I but I remember, remember there was one, but it wasn't even that much of a miss. No, no, it was like AIDS or something. Yeah. He sort of like, or cancer, and he sort of dropped that in there. We were like, huh. Yeah. He's like, hey, anyway. But yeah, but outside of that, like one, it wasn't even a huge major miss. No, it, wasn't it wasn't like major. dead air. It was just sort of like, like moving on. It was like people for bringing their kids. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like little kids to this like R-rated content. Yeah, he's like, you know what? This is a horror show. And I didn't say I was not going to fucking swear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. but he was really funny. He'd be like, he'd be like asking these four year olds. So, what do you do for work? Yeah, what do you do? Do you like you like Evil Dead? You know, it's forty years old. Have you seen it? It's like Dad, why would you bring your kid? Been, well, I'm a fan of yours for years, and he said. Really? It Evil really, Dead was 40 years ago. Yeah, you're a big fan of mine, are you? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because it, it wasn't mean, but it was just sort of sarcastic and funny. Yeah, like it was you're, very funny. You're going to bring a three-year-old to the fucking monster <laughs> horror show? It. Yeah, and put him in the front row? Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and he had some really cool stories, too, about, uh, I can't remember what movie he was shooting, but they had to, like, harvest cockroaches. Oh, right. And they went, where did they go? Like, Tanzania or some fucking crazy yeah. cockroach country into this uh like bat cave like some giant bat cave Ugh. and he said that the bat shit piles up right like high five six feet wow. and that's where they go to get the cockroaches because the cockroaches live in the bat ah. shit and he's saying they dug a hole and they took the light away and then when they put the light back, that hole they dug had filled to the top with cockroaches. <laughs> and then they, they harvested them there. And they cut, They brought back 28,000 cockroaches oh for this movie. Because oh. it's for some horror movie. Wow. And he said, remember he said that he broke them up into three different sizes. There's yeah. like little ones, medium ones, and big ones. Yeah. And they kept having to use them. And then what did, he, what did they say? They, like, uh, they emptied them out into a room and they all just scattered. Yeah. Of course. They're, they're co- you're not going right. to corral cockroaches. But he said, he's like, and after that, uh, we were supposed to kill them with DDT and they didn't die. And so they of ended course, up. Of course, they don't I know, die. The cockroach, I think they could kill a cockroach. <laughs> so they said they literally had like a cockroach bonfire to kill the rest wow. of them. And he's like, but there was only 17,000 cockroaches that got burned in the fire. Oh, so there's still, no, still like 10,000 cockroaches in Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, or wherever. I know. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm sure really, that didn't make people happy. That's funny. Um, yeah, and he told this intro because he worked a lot with Sam Raimi, who did, of yeah. course, Evil Dead yeah. and Army of Darkness, and, and all the Spider Man, right? And the Spider Man. He had he had he oh, he made anecdote, a funny bit yeah. about because someone asked him about his cameo in Spider Man, and he did. The, he's like, "Let's talk about my cameo," yeah. and he talks about. He makes a point of like joking how, about how it was a bigger, bigger significance, piece, more significant than all three of three of them. Yeah, it's but really he told this interesting story about Sam Raimi's film Quick and the Dead. Yeah, and how he worked with um it, it was one of his first big movies his first big budget movie right and he had gene hackman it was sharon stone gene hackman leonardo dicaprio russell crowe yeah and, and then a bunch of others gene hackman's notoriously difficult Hard to and work he's with. very difficult with directors and young directors yes and so when he was saying how he pr- sam raimi prepared for it mm-hmm. so when gene hackman said he wouldn't do any of those things that yeah. he told him to do he had like an answer back and he told the like way he logic, told the story yeah. was really interesting because i remember the scene mm-hmm. 
And it, it makes me want to go back and watch that movie now, just I know. having heard that. Well, just to get the performance you want from an actor who thinks that they know more than you. Yeah. You know, and they probably do, at least in this case, Gene Hackman versus a young Sam Raimi. There's going to be a little bit of, you know, right. a discrepancy there. But the fact that, yeah, he was ready for it and he didn't, like, back down or cower you know no he just pivoted he really. pivoted very yeah. smartly like because he's basically like you know you have to hit your marks and there's a simple scene of him like walking up tipping his hat yeah. sitting down asking a question and he Gene was like not tipping the hat i'm not sitting in the chair and i'm not uh, asking a question it's like well that's all i wanted you to do but he had if sam had a very precise answer yeah specific answer not just because oh i think it'll look better right. than you think he's like no you would do this because you're that kind of guy right and you sit because all the peasants stand and you're the king so the king sits while they all stand yeah he's like oh and then you ask about the kid because at that point in the film you don't know that that's his son right so he asks about the kids so people could see that he actually has a little bit more interest in this person doing right. the gun battle than the others but the way he said it to him also was very much like okay i understand right but you know the reason all the other people are going to be in the king is standing the king sits all the other people are going to be standing right. so like he did it in that way he so it was it like he wasn't like amicable. it was almost like he wasn't he was getting him to do it by not getting him to do it by telling mm-hmm. not telling him what to do right i'm not telling you what to do i'm saying I'm like saying, the character this is, yeah. yeah 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 and like you'll the character will look better right. this way than maybe you would have pr- predicted yeah, mr hackman yeah it was hackman. very smart it was cool it was a really interesting story of the process yeah. i'm sure that it's like one of the hardest things to deal with is dealing with actors and their egos yeah oh my god especially if you're like like with kevin smith and bruce wilson coppa like kevin smith has gone on record time and time again about how awful it was to work with bruce willis and like we've never heard bruce willis's side of the story ever yeah we never will on that but yeah kevin has gone on on ad nauseum and very openly about trashing bruce willis on because he was so hard to work with on the set but but on the other side i had like he the other side of it is bruce will like he was making like really dumb decisions with that movie which was a bad movie yeah because not like coppa turned out to be this great picture and you know i don't know i'd love to hear the other side of that story yeah, yeah, it is funny, though, to hear Kevin go on about it, because yeah. it sounded just like pulling fucking teeth. I don't think it's a good idea to, on-the-record, bash someone that famous, though, Yeah, for your career. I think Kevin probably was like, well, I have, I'm going this far with my career at this right? point. Right, yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. I'm he's, not gonna... he's arrogant as shit himself. I mean, he's well, like... yeah, he's king of the had, nerds. He had a hall, you know... He had a Hall H for freaking yoga hosers. Yoga hosers with his daughter. Yeah, like Hall he, H. I mean, he puts his daughter, who's a horrible actress. Well, just not like, an actor. Yeah, yeah, not an actor. You just know? not an actor. Same with the Johnny Depp's daughter. It just seemed yeah. That, the movie oh God. really just played like Tusk. The kids playing in the with daddy's money or daddy's, right. daddy's That's career. That's 100% what it feels like. Yeah, because you watch it and you're like, I can't watch this. This yeah. is like watching like a student short film right. that you put together in your room. And, I you know, it's like insulting it was. to like your fans to like make you sit through yeah, that. Yeah, and say this is a Kevin Smith film right. and like go and support that director and you're like well no, this is not this is anything like your, your child's vanity project yeah that's what it played like yeah so you could argue that there's a lot of ego behind this that friday friday yeah it did feel like friday on friday friday the movie um that's funny so what else happened at uh it's uh oh we saw james lurgio 
Oh yeah, uh, shout out owner of Count Orlocks in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, just ran into him on the floor. Like, yeah, you said you knew he was going to be there. He was going to be there, but we literally bumped into him on the walking in walking to the exhibit the hall. Floor. It was really great to see him, and he was go- trying to like well, buy he some, bought some stuff. Yeah. yeah, he bought a bust of uh, Christopher Lee. No, Christopher Lee, okay. or no, was it or Vincent Price? He said he's like, if you go to the booth right now, that bust that's there, it's I I already I just bought it. Oh, cool! And those things were not cheap. Remember, he said that the one was like eight thousand or something. He didn't buy yeah. it. Yeah. Well, like, there was a T one thousand he wanted Robert to buy. Robert Patrick, yeah. Which was a go to our Instagram and you can see a picture of it. It is creepy how yeah. real it looks. Well, because they had Madame Tussauds, a couple wax yeah, figures, Buffy, Buffy and Abella Lugosi, and those busts were even more detailed, the, way more, and like ve- like freakishly. The hair, the hair, individual yeah. follicles, individual follicles in the eyebrows. Ugh. You know the skin, the skin lines. You know, incredible. The, the fabric of the police uniform. The, yeah. The, the, metal of his badge those giant bullet holes that are like liquid metal truly like incredible artistry yeah it's fucking gnarly yeah he was saying that 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 company that was there they're from taiwan and so they they make all their stuff over there and so they didn't want to sell they have licensing, they have licensing issues. issues yeah so they he couldn't purchase he's like i was gonna buy it because i asked him for straight up I'm like did you see that he's like oh did i are you kidding yeah they didn't want to sell it and he's like because oh. that would have been amazing Fuck in yeah. his his uh shop yeah, yeah. it's not like true horror but it's like horror enough and sure it's, it and it's is. pop culture enough i guess yeah. terminator i think you could call terminator horror it's definitely gory enough this, yeah i think you could put it there it's sort of like horror action yeah it's horror action yeah i guess so it's more like sci-fi yeah that's true sci-fi but, horror. Uh, it's definitely in the realm of what definitely was there. violent enough for yeah horror, for sure uh, yeah you don't you don't bad an eye of seeing terminator shit at a monster palooza you no. know like what the fuck it's all in the same yeah man plane. oh and then that really cool uh auction house had that booth yes and that was one of the coolest things i've profiles seen in history is the company and they do they did carrie fisher's estate sale they yeah. did debbie reynolds estate sale we talked to like the woman Jim who's Martin the Lando. wife of yeah. the, the, their family business whatever and she sort of walked us through the booth and the fucking shit they frank have frank darabont's collection they're giving yeah they're yeah. doing frank darabont's collection and he uh you know he did shawshank who's writer director of shawshank the green yeah. mile the Mist. Um, he was the producer and writer of the first season of The Walking Dead, which yep. was the absolute best. Yep. And also very contentious. He got fucked. He got majorly fucked. He's still in a litigious fucking shit show. He hasn't worked since he filed suit in 2013 and, against them. And then now you AMC. see his, he's putting up his stuff for auction. That doesn't know. seem like a good sign. It doesn't seem right what happened to him. No. I mean, AMC's trying to claim, like, they released these emails a couple years ago these of him, these angry tirades. But, yeah, but that's not like reasons to not pay a person. No, they, well, they fired him because he wanted to only do like 10 12 episodes with a higher like budget. game of thrones with a higher budget right and they expanded it to 16 from 13 right cut the budget and that that's why you had all those bloated seasons on right. walking dead where it's just like these filler episodes yeah it was, it was horrible they're like why are they doing this yeah for like the second third season and then by the fourth and fifth you kind of like well i guess this is just the show but i remember the second and third season i'm like what are they doing we got so frustrated at the farm A lot of people again did. still we're still at the farm what even the at, fuck? at woodbury too and oh woodbury like, dragged, it dragged on. on it was really interesting and then it just dragged and dragged and dragged and, and there was way too many and then the cops put all 
thing. The hospital like, thing. It the was Randall thing. The, oh my God. Remember the that? Randall thing. We hated the Randall, the Randall thing. thing. Stunk. Like we were, but, and I'll tell you, like if you go back, like that first season, there is such a dramatic difference in the writing and the quality of the show. Yeah. From they, that first season. And the, didn't they say they pocketed the taxes, the tax Oh yeah, they got huge tax breaks from, from the Georgia. state of Georgia. And they pocketed it They all. pocketed it instead of like invet- putting it back into the show so that they could do what he was saying to do, which would have been the smarter thing. Yeah. I would love to have seen his vision of what he wanted to do with that Continuing show. Continuing forward. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he made the show and then they yeah. basically bit the hand and then told him to also go fuck himself. Well, and Robert Kirkland did exactly the opposite of what George R. Martin. George R. Martin was quite, like, I just saw him interviewed saying, you know, I gave my baby up for adoption. They took it and I trust them. They're running with it. You know, when asked about right. how they're ending it without yeah. his books and he said, I still have my books and I can do what I want with them. Yeah, those so are my babies. But like, he fully trusted them. Mm-hmm. And he had, they had earned his trust. And they, they did. They did. And they did. Right. And, but yeah, I think it, yeah, the show suffered from the creators being, have too many, you know, two, two hands on. Kirkman. Well, and what was interesting, what, what George R. R. Martin said, what was most important to him is because for years, you know, he wrote the books in the 90s. Yeah. And Hollywood come knocking for 20 years. Yes. And he, and he said, you know, that they, they wanted to condense it. They, they wanted, wanted to, to make it a movie. Right. And, and they, they didn't want, they, Clearly, they did not take the genre seriously. Mm-hmm. And what he says about it was, it's it's like relationships are relationships. It doesn't matter whether there's dragons in it. Like the human, it's a human condition. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the show is about. And the two of them, D.B. Weiss and Benahoff. David Benioff, understood that. And they understood the material, and they're the first persons who did it. And they never produced a show before. No, only wrote. But that's, I think, how they made the connection with George R. R. Martin. Yeah. was because they were writers, and they had, like, scoured the source material. Yeah. And I think that's clearly what sold George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Because he had been approached so many times before. It's like, you got to give me a different pitch. Otherwise, right. I'm just going to say no. Like, every time, other time, I've said no. So they clearly won him over, and to extreme avail. Yeah. Like, pray, like, they did everything right as far as the TV adaptation of the, the source materials. I mean, I haven't read the books, but from everyone I talked to about it, reading the books, it is very involved. Right. It's a lot of pages. It's a lot of story. Yeah. You can't just make a 90-minute film out of it. No, it's amazing what they've done. I mean, and the first season of Walking Dead, they it seems like he was approaching it the same way. He had total respect for the genre. Mm-hmm. He just saw this as you know, let's make this be about the relationships and be about the people. Mm-hmm. And he sort of approached it the same way as Shawshank. You know, these are just people under these circumstances. Right. And and if they had, I really don't think Kirkland, you know, I think it, we always joke about my movies. Yeah. Like, I just think my comics. Like, I, I really feel like he was too involved. Well, he had to be like the fate. He's at all the panels. He's at all of the interviews. He's at all of the TV show, Talking Dead. Like, he's so a part of the process that it might have, you know... They never strayed from his comic. They basically never strayed from his comics. Like, except for little things. Yeah, little things. Different characters at different times. Different characters die at different times. But no, they do not. And the show has suffered for it. Well, and we just learned that... Seemingly. The guy who played Dale... Mm -hmm. Asked to be killed 
because in protest for what they did to Frank Darabont. And he's been in many of his movies. Yeah, he's one of his go-to guys. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty interesting because Dale doesn't die until much later in the comics. Right. And they had him die in the second season of the show. Yep. Yeah, man. But anyway, to see Frank Darabont's collection is really cool. Yeah. I mean, he had the the beating heart from fucking Temple of Doom and shit, you know. And the Penitent Man's head. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, from the decapitation. Last Crusade. Last Crusade. He had, he had the... Um, the spinning blade disc from Predator Two yep. that Danny Glover used, and all the stuff was there in 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 the booth. Yeah, it was being shown, and they had one of the axes from The Shining. That was incredible. That was like my favorite piece. The bat, Quince bat from Jaws. Yeah, all of those real things from the sets of these movies. The original Bicycle Girl head. Yeah, one of three ever and made. Patient One. Patient Zero. Yeah. Patient Zero um, of uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. One of Rick's prop guns, the prop uh, revolver. Yep. And one of those. Yeah, it, it was an astounding collection. And uh, it's a bummer to see it all be sold. But I'm, yeah. we'll probably go over there to the actual auction and see how it unfolds. Because I've yeah. never been to one of those before. It'd be cool to see. I know. Because we can just go. We you don't have to buy anything. Yeah. yeah the, the lady said you just have photo ID and uh, you're not obligated to bid or purchase. But right. if you want to come and see how it goes, I, I would like to see. Yeah, I See would what too. sells, see what doesn't sell. It'd be it's fun. in June here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're located in Calabasas, they yep. said. So that's cool. I mean, it'd be kind of cool just to see those things. Again, pictures on our Instagram. Yeah, check it out. Um, very cool pictures. Who else was there? Oh, uh, Sarah Karloff, daughter of Boris Karloff. Yep. Um, Bella Lugosi, Gosi Jr., son of the of Bella, Bella Lugosi. Lugosi. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really fun show. Mm-hmm. Good Sunday. Cool cosplay. Cool monsters. Yeah, good, good, good little Sunday. Good, good, little, good, Sunday. good little Sunday. Good little Sunday. Monster watch Game of Thrones. Well, I think that does it for us. Yeah, for this episode. Uh, go to our website, thehmcnetwork.com, for cool pictures and fun stuff and all that stuff. And we'll be back with We Talk Thrones and more movies to talk about. Hellboy Bomb, so Ugh, we're probably yeah. not going to see it. You might not review that. It's the bomb, the 11%. Made $12 million. $12 million. Think about that. That's, that's like a, a that's Thursday night for a, a movie like that. It should have made in right, one night. In one uh, midnight screening. Yeah. I mean, it shows. It's almost like you. It's like you had to do everything wrong for have a movie fail like that yeah. nowadays. Well, the fact that they opened it, the weekend Thrones. Yeah, that was dumb. Was, everybody was watching, catching up. Yeah. The whole weekend, no yeah. one was going to the movies this no. weekend. And Hellboy was such a franchise that they didn't really do a big rollout for it. Yeah. Like the, this should have been like Hellboy Returns, man. Like you guys loved that you know the first two movies i love the first one the second one i like uh but that's the franchise itself i think of highly right you know and so to not even i feel like they didn't really promote it right no they barely promoted it yeah and then then to have the movie be bad and apparently there was all these issues on the set between the producers Mm -hmm. and the director and david harbour apparently walking off set i do too because apparently they spent a lot of time setting up a sequel from what i read it's not gonna happen no, and if it's a bummer because there were some people talking about how it got like so wrapped up in just getting the R rating that, that a lot of other things got pushed aside mm. and became like rating obsessed to do like the Deadpool thing, you know, but Deadpool had more going for it than just being rated R, you know. Yeah, bummer though. Yeah, it's a bummer because I was excited for him. Ron as, Perlman's probably happy. He, remember how mad he was? He's still mad, yeah. yeah. He doesn't like to talk about it. It's funny. 
Yeah. Even at his age, even after all he's done, he's still like, uh, I want to do a third movie. But it was a reboot. Yeah, it's the thing. They wanted, they thought they could reboot it and put a new coat of paint on it and make yeah. it super gritty and make it, you know, really violent and stuff, which is fine. That's cool. But, right. you know, deliver with the story. It's all about the story in the end. Go figure. Who yep. would have thought? It's all about the story. All right. Well, I guess the next movie we will be talking about is Endgame. Boo. Yeah. Well, thanks, jerks. We'll uh, see you next time. See you next time, you bunch of jerks. See ya.